Hi, it's John. And this is Russ. And we are the hosts of the Mad About Mad About You podcast. And, and we're... we are listening to the Never Gets Old podcast with Mac Jackson. I'm Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. My name is Ichabod Crane. Name's MacGyver. Colonel Jack O'Neill, SG-1. I am Batman! Hello, I'm the Doctor. So there's this man, he has a time machine. Up and down history he goes, zip, 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 getting into scrapes. For years, and maybe more than that, right, Mac? But, but how long has it been? Has it been six, seven years ago? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Hey, now wait a minute. Now wait just a minute. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day. I've got something for you. Oh, uh, merci, Sonora. Just one more thing, sir. Oh, boy. Just like that. Bing, bang, boom. At this point, I'd settle for the boom. They'd love it here, don't you think? This is what I'm saying. <clears throat> and by the way, where is your podcast? Tell everybody that's here. Welcome to the Never Gets Old podcast podcast of all we love in TV, movies, music, and comics, with your hosts, Mac Jackson and Nathan Shell. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, and YouTube. Donations at paypal.com at macwjackson at comcast.net. Listen to my chapin' songs, DJ's saying that they're too long, his guitar may Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Never Gets Old podcast. I'm your host, Mac Jackson, and today we have two special guests, two people that I've adored for quite a while and now actually get to have a real conversation with, uh, Russ Fader and John Marbley from the Mad About Mad About You podcast. Hey, how's it going? There we hello, go. Hello, hello. <laughs> for all the three people listening. Um, God, I hope it's more. Uh, so, hey. Um, I don't even know where to start with this because I have questions. I'm sure you have questions too. Uh, okay, who's out of the two of you? Who was the first to come up with the idea for doing the Mad About You podcast? Uh, you, right? I, I was gonna say you. Apparently, <laughs> a pair. Um, I think I th we were having coffee, uh, just to hang out and catch up uh, a while ago. <laughs> And I think a while. I think before that, we were we may have been on a trip with our improv team. The yeah, we were at a bar in Providence. I thought. Yeah, right. And I think we. Were, I think so. I think we were just talking about. Were we talking about mad about you or just talking about or, shows in general? We might have been talking about Richard Kind. I think that could be. <laughs> uh, that's how this is going to go. I'm going to give broad generalizations. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. gonna, and you'll give the specific details of what <laughs> which actually are inaccurate. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> So we were two people talking, right? Uh-huh. In a bar in Providence. <laughs> and yeah, we were talking about Richard Kind, I think. I'm sure mad about you. Now I'm going to now give more specifics about yeah, details I think that about only you, you remember. Came up. And we were then... talking about Spin City. 
And then, uh, <laughs> well, uh, there are a lot of times where I do wonder if we should have done a Spin City podcast, given how much we like Richard Kite. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. In our inaccurate memory, that I thought he was in way more. Yeah, same. I'm mad about you. We were very excited to talk about Richard Kind for years and years. Yeah, and we got tw- we get 28 episodes total, maybe. Yeah, right. But I mean, we do love Mad About You, of course. Sure. But I think the impetus <laughs> might have been Richard Kind initially. <laughs> well, there isn't a Richard Kind show. What can we settle on? Well, it's been City or Mad About You. Right. All right, let's yeah. do. I guess we'll have to settle for Paul Reiser. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I we. Love the idea of, I love the idea of looking back with regret on your professional choices as you're doing them, and they're still an active thing. Oh yeah. man, if yeah. I could turn back time, <laughs> do it all over again. Anyway, tune in for the final three seasons of Mad About, <laughs> Mad About You. The podcast we don't really want to do. <laughs> the one that should have been Spin City. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny, too, because right from the get-go, you know, I probably told you right away. You, you guys are probably like me, obviously, where, okay, something very specific that is near and dear to my heart. While I'm getting into podcasts, I wonder if anybody's ever done whatever right. you yeah. know and i don't know maybe the, i'll find a podcast where they talk about it for one episode okay mm-hmm. and then i see that like oh first episode just came on i'm downloading and subscribing to that bad boy yeah right yeah and thank god and i'll tell you here's the key to, it's not even the facts about the show or anything it's if you like the hosts sure because there's right. many topics that i love and adore and i'll go i'm not listening to this i can't stand the arrogance of this person or just, you know, their personality doesn't match Mm -hmm. up. But uh, you guys, obviously, right away, I was laughing out loud. I remember I'm sitting at work and at at work, I work for UPS and in the office they say, uh, you know, uh, now that you've started and you got the groundwork done, get yourself an iPod and some headphones. Because they do have piped in music. Sure. But... Uh, they'll tell you you'll go insane because yeah. like it's yeah. right now they're playing serious and it's the blend which is ironic because it's only the it's same 20 off. songs sure. <laughs> and every three yeah. hours and i'm not I, I timed it i'm like okay so we heard the same every three hours you hear one of the same five songs within eight hours <laughs> and it's called the blend i see okay that's maddening so yeah so they're like get get headphones so obviously i did so i'm like loading up on okay there's when I'm in the mood for comedy, I have this. When I want that, okay. So, as you guys know, once yours pops up, I'm like, okay, so that's the first one on my list. Nice. Yeah. Oh, well, that's sweet. Thanks. Yeah. And I try to have, I try to have feedback and contribute as much as I can. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it, it helps. It's very, very kind. Well, it's funny too because I think I don't want to come off like a know-it-all. You know, actually. <laughs> yeah, Michael Moore does appear in the episode later on. It's a very well, funny. It's a very funny thing to well actually about is the show matter. Yes, <laughs> but I love that you guys know that it's done as um, trying to be helpful as opposed to being a know-it-all. For sure. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Are you guys like? Um, well, I'll tell you uh, about <laughs> my podcast listening. There are certain things in this world. And I'm sure you guys can attest to one or two or three things I can actually say, don't challenge me on this. I know this. I'll challenge the rest of the world on this topic. 
So, I mean, most of the time you go, everybody has their opinion. You know, sure. it's a matter of taste. But then there's some things I go, no, no, it's not. No, you're wrong. No, I can't. <laughs> Your opinion well, on that what, episode was wrong. That's our dynamic, I think. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about John. I'll talk about stuff that, or I'll sometimes talk about stuff that I know a decent amount about, and John will just, from the word go, will just be like, no, I think you're wrong. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah I even if I know thing, nothing about it. Yeah, I think this thing that you just told me about, Russ, I think you've got the wrong opinion and, uh, <laughs> and knowledge base on it. Well, I love I'm when, here to set you straight. Thank God we had this podcast. <laughs> I, I love when John will go, Billy Joel, who's he? Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. no, Piano Man was not Billy Joel, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, my, oh, it was. Yeah. Hey, Man, I'm pretty sure that was Diana Ross. Diana Ross, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't sound like you know what you're talking about, Russ Bader. <laughs> mahogany and Piano Man, yeah. I've never heard of Mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. There you go. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, it's funny, John, because I know that, you know, you get teased for not knowing certain things, but I will say for myself, and I think Russ can attest, we, if there's something that we love, we tend to know all the nooks and crannies about it that the yeah. average person probably wouldn't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. certain, there's certain things that I know of uh, where I'm saying like, okay, don't challenge me on it. I find it hard to listen to another podcast talk about. Like, okay, right. I, I know a lot about Mad About You, but, and it is near and dear to my heart, but I wouldn't fight somebody over their opinion on it or you know right mm -hmm. yes, yes. uh but if you go after me about richard dean Anderson, macgyver. macgyver god help okay. you um you know i'll i'll go mm, no sorry i was at a party <laughs> once and this guy who has to know it all and has to have an opinion uh, well, no, thank God. He oh. didn't say anything about... He said something music-wise, and he said something about the monkeys oh, yeah. and Mike Nesmith, which is another one, like... Mm -hmm, sure. That's my... Sure. Yeah. They told him. Right. Um, it's funny, too, because there, yeah, there are things in your life that you go, okay, the foundation of me. These are the three yep. or four things. Right. So he goes mouthing off, and everybody in the party just does one of these. And looks, wow. and looks to me, just goes... Oh, I, I, yeah. Like yeah. he's he's yeah. stepping on your toes. At yeah. what point do you strike? And I'm sitting there smiling and letting them finish. And then I let a beat happen. Mm -hmm. And they they all look at me and nod to me like, go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I tore into him like nobody's business. I was nice about it, but I'm like, mm, you think so? Wrong. And I just right. like five minutes of here's your facts. Challenge me. Go ahead. Back. You know, then I had the back up on it. And he just kind of went, okay, I'm going to go get some dip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the first chapter of How to Win Friends and Influence People. I think it's the last <laughs> chapter, actually. It's when all else fails. That's sure. what you do. Don't tear down, tear in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm using that. You, you have great quotes that I've used quite often. Don't tear down, tear in. Exactly. <laughs> or as my father would say, I will verbally lacerate them. There you go. Ooh, yeah. Right? 
Sounds like you're yeah. smarter than you are when you're going to rip into somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So there's certain podcasts that I can't listen. Like, I can't listen sure. to, even though they're done well, I can't listen to a Monkeys podcast. I can't right. listen to another MacGyver or Stargate podcast because I'll go, yeah. no! And yeah, just like, that, yeah. no! You know, so, yeah, you know, there, there, there is a danger to that. Oh, oh, Russ! I wanted to ask you before you yes, sir. say what you're gonna say. Oh, your where your improv group plays? Yes. Is where? It's the Magnet Theater. Is My there a Duncan across from that? I mean, it's New York City, so okay, probably. yeah, that or a Starbucks. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't think so. No, okay. Because here's why I'm asking. I was in New York. Well, you remember I was yelling to you and you didn't hear me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for Comic Con last year, and I one of the events was in a theater. And I could have swore it was that one, but I guess it wasn't. No, Ma the Magnet Theater is a capacity of I think uh, I want to say fifty people. Oh maybe yeah, that's 60 not people. It. Okay, so yeah, so if it were to be, that, that's the saddest Comic Con. <laughs> Yeah. We're, having, we're having an event in here. There's two people can walk in. Yeah, that would be if if I made a comic <laughs> and had Comic Con. That's where it would be held. The magnet, like Mega Void. Let, yeah, like Mega Void. That's very. Oh, cool. okay. Let me spoiler. I, did I? That's our next podcast episode, Mac. Okay. Did Mega Void episode? Is that the one? Okay. I gotta tell you, I think I, I watched it the other day, and I sent you a note, and. There's a couple things, I, I, as you know, I could chime in with any episode that you guys go over because yeah. I, I typically I think you know the show better than we do. To be honest, <laughs> absolutely. I typically um, uh, feel the same as you do about the beats and everything. Right. Uh, but there's certain things, like as a comic book collector mm -hmm. and and superhero guy, I watch that episode. I'm like, you know. It's nice that they mention comics, but they don't know comics. Like whoever wrote that is yeah, not a comic book lover, enthusiast. No. Right. The verbal evisceration is coming for Paul and Helen. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's like yeah, I, we're gonna blame we're gonna blame Helen Hunt for the writing of this episode. <laughs> blame Alan Popsky, the comic book writer. <laughs> but the uh, the like like they'll do that with um, I can't watch. Uh, Big Bang Theory for the same type of reason. You're oh, not, they're not helping the comic book. I no. mean, they play off the cliche of some geeky, nerdy outcast who can't right. yeah. be social. And I'm like, you're not helping. But then they'll say something specific <laughs> comic book related. And I'm like, oh, I know what they're talking about. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Well, in the Megavoid episode, uh, my boyfriend's back, I believe, is the... Yes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just to prove your point. <laughs> um, uh, when, when The way they're holding comics through the whole thing, there's no reverence for it. They're rolling right, it up like in, their, in their little fists, yeah, and they're like putting it in their back pocket, or they're yeah. flipping the page. I'm, I'm watching my son, who just turned mm -hmm. 10. Uh, we, I, as you know, we all watch it as a family now. Yeah. Unless it's one of the two where they're like, this episode's going to be about how we can't have sex. Right. You know? Sure. sure. Or the Viagra uh, episode. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's We're like, hey, right. kids, look over there. Something shiny. <laughs> yeah. Oops, I lost it. We can't watch this episode. <laughs> but uh, most of the time, 
like little innuendos will go over their head and it doesn't matter and they enjoy the personalities of them and turn and say that's you dad or that's you mom or you know right. um but with that episode mikey's turning to me with his hands over his mouth like look at what they're doing to the car i said <laughs> my young padawan you've learned so well i'm so proud of you you know <laughs> It makes me very happy to know that there's an entirely new generation of people who are too young to be appreciating mad about you who are appreciating mad about you. Yeah. Like we were. <laughs> we were That's true. And 11 and 12 and 13. I was 13 when this episode came out. Really? And uh, yeah. And I have no reason to be enjoying mad about. Oh, the life of a newly married couple living in New York City. How relatable right. for me. And yet here we are. So yeah. I, I really like the fact that your son is. Also in on this And show. daughter. My daughter would That's go, so can, funny. Can, and she's six. Can we watch a Mad About You? Oh. <laughs> okay. That, and she'll go, can we watch a Twilight Zone? I got her hooked on the classic Twilight oh, Zone because I told her about Talking Tina, the living doll That's episode. That's a good one. It's classic, one. right? It's still, it's one of my favorites. John, and, you haven't seen it. No, I okay. mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you don't understand the concept of the Twilight Zone. They're, they're I think about that on an yeah. episode, and it destroyed me. <laughs> well, John, I'll tell you, you guys have mentioned the Twilight Zone in the past, and I'll, I will say to John, here's what makes Twilight Zone work. Not every episode is going to be... Good luck, Max. I know, I know. I couldn't get him to understand that it was a zone. Okay, yeah, that's true, that's true. But as I'm listening to your debate, I'm like, I want to be there. I want to be there. I think I can sum this up. I don't Take even remember the debate. Uh, it was basically what is the whole. You, you, it was when you were talking about Helen Hunt being on the the episode on HBO where she was the oh yes drug right, user. right yeah and that was great yeah the premise is <laughs> uh, each it's a self contained story but the the thing that makes Twilight Zone work even though it's black and white and this my six year old can attest to this right yeah uh, but think about a six year old watching this sure it. Despite it being typically a half hour, black mm -hmm. and white, and there's a twist. Sometimes you can see coming, sometimes you can't. Doesn't matter. The way the lines are written between the characters, there's such nuance, very much like a Mad About You, where there's depth without getting into it. Like a little hmm or a yeah can mean so much. Right. They would do that within a Twilight Zone. And then right. in the end, you have the big twist, but you enjoy the journey the whole way. Right. You know, I gotta tell you, Mac, that sounds pretty good. I'm telling you, there's. I'll say, and Russ, back me up. Ninety-five percent uh, of these episodes, up, Mac. You're, but you're doing fine on your own. Ninety-five <laughs> percent of the Twilight Zone is is excellent. There's only a handful that you go, oh, well, that was a retread of one we've seen before. Yeah, I I haven't seen all of the Twilight Zone. Right. But what I've seen is generally like that used to be because they would have New Year's Eve marathons yes yes sci-fi was great for that and that was just you park and just spend the day watching yeah. and so yeah as far as like in my head i'm like oh it's a marathon you see because nowadays a marathon is you start with episode one season one sure and right. you watch everything that they did but if you've got a 24 oh, hour long true. marathon pick the best back in the day you've got 24 episodes you get the uh, you know your your show's on for six seasons or whatever the twilight zone was you get the 24 best episodes. You keep mm -hmm. on seeing the same episodes, which, by the way, is fine. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twilight Zone, it's the worst episode. But yeah, honest to God, honest to God, if if you have like an extra half hour of just you're curious, you can ask anybody which one should I watch, and you'll get hundreds of that. options. And yeah, I've, I've, you know? I have a small list of uh, people's favorites. Good. I don't know where it is. Good. But, uh, I have a small easy. list of episodes of television to hate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know it was half an hour. That's that's more appealing, actually. This is I what I'm saying. Hour. Because they and they uh, fly by. They don't feel like a half hour. Their times are going. Happen, my friend. That was ten minutes and it's gone. Like what? What? You know? Yeah. But they yeah. are, and they're so rewatchable, obviously. Um. But anyway, back on track. Back on track. Uh, odd jobs. You guys mentioned odd jobs last time. The movie. Uh, that... The movie. Oh yeah. All right. You know what Paul Reiser oh. plays a mover. Okay, right, right, right. I had mentioned that to you guys because yeah, you had right because Richard Dean Anderson is in it. Oh, no way, God. he's in it, and this is before MacGyver. See, he was on a, a, I don't know, one of the soap operas, General Hospital, sure, okay. in the seventies. So right. then in the eighties, mm, I don't think he was Mac. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was cute. Uh, <laughs> you notice how I didn't fall for it. I'm like, yeah, clearly he's kidding with me. Um, but yeah, so then, like in the '80s, up until '80, late '85, he had had a lot of pilots. You know, would show up here right. and there. He was supposed to be on a spinoff of Facts of Life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's on YouTube. And oh, he did that movie, and Richard Dean Anderson is the type of character where if you see MacGyver or Stargate, they're basically letting him be him. He's ad-libbing, right. and he's being you know very natural to watch. You don't feel like you're watching an actor. However, I will warn you guys ahead of time, and I've watched Odd Jobs. Odd Jobs is the typical early 80s... Um, Porky's type of really rom com, not not so much for the nudity or whatever, but aren't we zany guys just trying to make a buck? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, sure. and while we paint a house or fix up a house, we're going to do a music montage. Sure, okay. okay. So it's Paul Reiser, not so much being Paul Reiser that we know and love, but following right. a script and sure. being the clumsy doofus who's trying to find love. Right. Okay, so that's not even the bad part. The bad part. <laughs> The bad part Good. is... That sounds fine to me. Right? <laughs> Poor Richard Dean Anderson, pre-MacGyver, has to play the bad guy. He's the rich, pompous, tall dude, especially standing okay. next to Paul Reiser, uh. who's not only being the bully, but they give him this type of quasi-surfer dude type of... Hey, dude. What's, how's it going, bro? Yeah, I guess he's supposed to be pompous and rich, <laughs> and they make him. So this him... is 1985. He's real pompous and rich. So I think it might real... be 84. I think, but okay. yes. So you can say he was like he was being a real prima guyver. No, I wouldn't say that at all, Russ. What? Well, is there a way to shut his <laughs> mic off? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want to time him. I don't want to tie that with MacGyver at all, but. That is pretty good. But I'm telling I was thrilled because I'm like, wait a minute. Richard Dean Anderson in a movie with Paul Reiser? Because Paul Reiser, I remember doing stand-up before he had my two dads. Like that's how yeah. I knew him. And then 
go wait. Okay. Huh? Two and a half blocks from home. Yeah. So I'm like, yep. okay, I gotta watch. I gotta watch whatever this guy pops up in because I knew he would become something. And so, oh, here's a movie. I was. <clears throat> I only saw this a few years ago. Odd Jobs. Really? Oh. Oh, this doesn't age well. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason we've never heard of it. You're watching, yeah, you're watching Richard Dean Anderson very much be not Richard Dean Anderson, or like Russ said, very not MacGyver. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, so that, there's your warning. When you guys do dive into this, mm, can't wait. Fair. Mm, yeah. Fair, fair. Who's to say? I love The Hitchhiker. Did, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and um, I'm a noted fan of garbage. So, <laughs> that, yeah, to clear Russ's bar, all you have to do is lift your feet. <laughs> or I, or the way I try to look at it for Russ to defend him is you find the beauty where some would have trouble <laughs> yeah, you know there's a podcast it's very very popular called, called How Did This Get Made yep, it's yep, uh, Paul it. Sear and Jason Mansukis and uh, June Diane Ra uh, Raphael and uh, I'm glad that I'm giving them a plug mm -hmm. uh, yeah they need it see if we can get them from number two to number one on the episode <laughs> But yeah, they watch bad movies every week and they uh, talk about them. And Jen and I, my fiance Jen and I, we started watching the movies as we as they would uh, as they would. Yeah. And so we watch the movie and then we listen to the podcast. And we did that for years and years. We're a little bit backed up right now, but I'm sure we'll get back into it. But uh, it really gave me an appreciation for bad movies, and it also made me stop and realize that I haven't watched most good movies but i've seen garbage an awful lot and recently we watched like i i can't remember what it was but we watched it and like something that was nominated for awards or it might have been it might have even been we did that we watched something good recently but also last year we watched aliens with paul rising sure and it's fantastic uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. it is unbelievably great and but also i can't i can't even conceive of how much better it was because of the fact that we'd done nothing but watch garbage for sure. years. Yeah. And then we watch a good movie and we're like, did you know that these could be good? That these right. could be yeah. gripping <laughs> and actually entertaining and uh, not enjoyed ironically? Holy uh, moly. Uh, well, you know, um, it, it, it's funny too because the, you hear people go, oh, you know, uh, Michael Keaton was in that pile of garbage. Well, you don't blame the actor for a bad movie. You blame sure. an actor for a bad performance. You know, yeah. as you guys know, actors, and I've done it too, will take things because you don't know what it could become, but you believe in possibly the script and maybe, sure. yeah, you know. So I, I know. I'll, I'll watch them. If I catch a bad movie not knowing it's a bad movie, I'll go, mm -hmm. oh, here's where it falls apart, but I could see there what they go. were trying to do. Sure. Yeah, right. You know, like remember a few years ago, sci-fi had a, a heyday where their Friday nights were, were the place to be. It, right. Right? And they were actually trying to be a good network. You had Stargate SG-1. Then they had Stargate Atlantis, which was a spinoff. Then they had Battlestar Galactica. So for those three hours, you were getting cream of the crop. Right. Well, then the, the studio changes hands, and whoever comes in decides to go, I want to intentionally make, and this was a quote, I want to intentionally make bad B movies right. all the time. Sure. And they did. And you could see the green screen. Yeah. You know, they never edited it out. Right. 
Uh, and yeah. then, you, ha and then you have Sharknado. Yep. Mm -hmm. well, come on. I, I, you know, <laughs> what, let, let's build up to the audience, not build or write down to them. I agree. Right? Not well, me, man. Sharknado yeah, I think great. so. Yeah, <laughs> not me, me. I don't need quality. I'm good. It's about setting expectations. <laughs> if you know what you, if you go into Sharknado, and frankly, Roger Ebert said this: if you go into Sharknado thinking you're going to see Citizen Kane, you're going to be disappointed. Sure. If you go into Sharknado thinking you're going to see a lousy movie about a tornado that's full of sharks, you can't go wrong. <laughs> you, you know what I think, Russ? And I yeah. love, you, I love this about you. You're like, you look at bad movies like it's the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I have to, I have, somebody has to love this. I guess it'll be me. So, you know, bravo. I can't, I, I was afraid to listen to that, uh, how did this get made? Because I was afraid it would be snarky. You know what I oh, mean? No, 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 sure. I hear you, but it is not. Okay. because Oh, the podcast in general, you mean? Like, like the, the title of it is. How did this get made? So you figure they're going to oh, go, yeah. oh, look at this pile of Oh, no, they oh, love those They movies. love them. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. Highly okay. recommended. I'll definitely now check it out since... Everybody, all of your listeners, listen to yeah. all of Never Gets Old. Listen to all of Mad About yeah. Mad About. Throw them a few listens. They're uh... time. Well, anybody who listens to this podcast is already familiar with you guys because I tend to either quote you guys or I'll be telling Nate, my co-host... Okay, so here's what they said this week on their episode. <laughs> uh, which is typically because it's true to life. You know, 95%, I'll say, mad about you. Right. Sure. Except when they have a dream sequence or something. Yeah. Um, yeah that, uh, you guys know the magic of it. Do you guys remember your first episode of Mad About You that you saw? John, talk about it. Hey Russ, by the way, your your phone at your least screen is like yeah, I'm like a, a I'm '90s a, adult I'm a, yeah, TV I'm station. A, I'm, a tech, I'm a hyper color shirt right now, and I'm not sure what to do about it. I see that in my yeah. head as well. I can still hear you, so that's really what matters. Okay. But wait a minute, yeah, it'd be nice to see I your brought. smiling face. Well, I've taken my clothes off, so you're all. <laughs> I thought it did. I thought it looked like Skinamax. So this is better. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Who got tagged? John, go for it. Who? Uh, who, who did? I, what did? I, what's your? What's your prime? I don't remember the plot, but one of my first memories, I think, is uh, I don't know what else is going on, but Paul and Ira have to go over. It's when they introduce Mel Brooks. Oh, Uncle Ira. Uncle as Uncle. Oh Ira. wow, that's later. Okay, sure. Uncle Phil. Oh, Uncle so Phil. Uncle Phil. Right. And they have to move his couch. And there you are. I don't know what else happens. Oh, hey, there you go. Uh, Hilarity ensues is what happens. It's, what, it's really it's what sparks Paul's idea to do the movie about the family. I think okay. I remember getting intimate about you. I didn't care about it a lot. Right. <laughs> I didn't care about it till uh, the end of season four because I was visiting my grandma for the summer, which meant a lot of TV. Right. And uh, everyone was freaking out about this big famous TV couple that I'd never heard out heard of maybe breaking up in the series mm -hmm. sure but then i like checked it out so that's yeah i think it was like some season four episode for me but i i, I don't remember the specific episodes as much as like moments that i recognize when we sure. watch it now. uh from that from 95 i guess 
Okay. How about you? I, I feel like... I feel like I watched it from the beginning because I remember Selby being an active role. Like wow. I remember the Selby years from real right. time. Yeah. Yeah. But but I also like I, I don't remember the first one. And also it's not like, yes, I remember watching the pilot and I watched straight through. I'm like it for I think for me it was never appointment viewing. Um it was just kind of watch when when you catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you're probably going to watch something Thursday night, right? But if you get home early enough, it'll start with Mad About You or whatever. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Like I don't um, know, I'll just lay down and turn out. What's the best out of what's on right now? Yeah. That, but that's you know, since I don't remember what you know what my first one was, or that's why it's so funny to me when when we'll watch an episode that has stuck. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, when it's just like, oh, this is the one where they go on vacation and. Uh, Paul yells, "Can't stop the music! Oh, can't sure. stop the music!" And yeah, uh, digs his a broom handle into the corner, trying to destroy a speaker. And mm-hmm. Everybody uh, thinks he's off his meds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Sophie's Choice like very well. Them wow. going shopping for a sofa. Wow, yeah. that's episode two. I think it's so, strange yeah. that yeah, I think it was a rerun or something. Sure. And I caught it and I taped it and I watched it a million times. Yeah. For me, speaking of Can't Stop the Music, the first one that I sat down and watched was the one with um, uh, where they, they do the virtual reality with Christy Brinkley. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm watching. like, okay, I love the concept. This is fun. This is new. But I love the realistic conversations because there's no let's stop. Let's stop for the laugh track or let's stop for the audience to laugh. And like Friends right. doesn't hold up like other shows because you know, you'll, you'll you'll know Friends especially got into early on it was good but then you could tell the writers got into the he comes in he says his line whoever he's talking to says their line we pause for the laugh and it's back and forth like that yeah sure. I'm inclined to agree with that right and I I watched it I watched Friends from the beginning. Yeah. And I felt that. I went, oh, you guys, the writers aren't trying anymore. They, they're they going, we know these characters enough to just go on autopilot. Where with Mad About You, it's constant real conversation. You'll get a funny laugh, but then you'll get a poignant moment. And then you'll get, you know, and I remember that getting my attention right away. So I mm-hmm. see that episode. I thought, okay, I like these characters. I always like Paul Reiser because I remember he was the stiff one from My Two Dads. The other one was the zany right. one. Mm-hmm. Right. But I always like Paul better. Okay. And so I'll have to check this out. Then the one that cemented me making sure it was appointment TV was the vacation one. Because they, I know, I know, John. (laughs) If if only our audience could see the look on your face. "Ah." (laughs) And uh, it was because of their, they weren't fighting. Paul and Jamie aren't right. bickering, which right. is still adorable and fun, but they were a team. Yep. Yes, for and, sure. And I went, oh, you guys are just enjoying each other's company. Yeah, that was nice. I love this. And then, you know, they're against everybody else. Right. Yeah. And then they're having the fun with each other. And that's something, again, Cindy and I will watch this. We'll sit there. And half of the episode is us looking to each other and going, yeah. Or like Lisa, that's your mother. That's uh, your uh, mother. Uh, yeah. I mean, specific. 
Oh yeah. Moments. Did I tell you about the the? I, I don't know if I sent it to you guys. <laughs> Remember the one where she loses Murray? Yeah. Yes. I, I understand we're going on tangents, but that's fine. Um. She loses Murray, but she comes back with the muffin. For Paul. Right. And he's like, this doesn't make up for anything. And he opens it up and she goes, I got hungry. Yeah. Okay. Not exaggerating. My mother-in-law, I could do a podcast about. If she were malicious, she'd be buried in my backyard. But she's not. <laughs> so it was Cindy's birthday. Her mother comes over. And she has a bag of something. We assume it's a present. And she goes, oh, we're sitting there eating because we have to feed her. So she's eating. She goes, oh, sweetie, I made you a carrot cake for your birthday. Cindy, rightfully so, goes, yay. Oh, wow. You did, you made it? Sure. I, lo I love your carrot cake. She goes, great. And she looks around. A moment passes. She goes, did, did, did you bring it in? She goes, oh, no, I ate it. I got hungry. I swear, there's so many moments where I just turn and look at wow. Cindy. Yeah, and we have that conversation without saying words. Sure. Yeah. Like, this actually happened. This is a real person that made these decisions. Could have kept her mouth shut and not said anything. Right. But had to make sure that you knew yeah. in her heart she meant well. So that is very specific. Right? Right? Yeah. And, like, like, the whole wedding. Remember I was telling you about the... the the wedding thing with the yeah yeah right not everybody likes uh scallop potatoes sure good let them go to another i remember this it still comes up let them go to somebody else's uh wedding because <laughs> it's our wedding we're having orange creamsicle wedding cake i know it's not right. traditional that sounds good yeah well we just had it for mikey's party he had his friends over last night oh nice nice you would think uh <laughs> 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 not so much um he, you know, most of the kids were fine, but all you need is one or two that decides oh, sure. what Trouble. happens if I take the the closet door off the hinges. Sure. No, Jimmy, get downstairs. <laughs> we're, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we had it for his party, but it was one of those where it's our wedding. It's gonna be a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Mister Jackson, to get this thing back up on the hinge. <laughs> Actually, I might I, as well just take the top of the yeah. building. Now. <laughs> need a full dormer. Well, they decided they were going to play hide and go seek, okay. and I'm like, "Where's Jimmy?" I don't know. We were done a half hour ago. I go up the steps. I see the doors off the hinges, but little hands gripping it. I go around. I go, "What are you doing?" Playing hide and goes. Okay, you lost or you won. Get downstairs. Yeah. That's the huh. risk of hide and go seek. Right, so people forgot to look for him. <laughs> oh man! Can, yeah, good news is you won. Bad news is yeah. nobody knows you're missing. Get downstairs. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, those were the two. When I saw that episode, I went, "Okay, I love this couple. I have to watch this from here on out." And I yes. was, and I was there for the big breakup or the big fight, as you know. right. And then I find out because you go back and you buy the seasons and, and you watch it. That wasn't their first big fight. Their, the wedding during the first season. Oh, yeah. Man, that was brutal. Nasty. Yeah. But to their credit, 
the writing and the acting is so realistic. Like him saying, if if you do, you say. If you don't do, you don't say. I'm like, right. that that's I've said that. That's uh that's a freak right, out so. moment where you are in the midst of trying not to lose it, but holy crap, are you serious type of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are brilliant. I, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but that the show stands the test of time because you do get everything. You get a little zany, you get you know, most of it's just the true-to-life moments. There, There's the clip you played from last week's episode where he goes, my uncle says to me, freckles? I don't know. Like, oh, just, yeah. You do a shot, you go for a walk. Right. Yeah. But, but, get but that's, not even, that's not even the moment that matters. It's him looking at her, her starting to say freckles, and him taking right. the half beat to go, no, and moves uh, yeah, on. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Most yeah. shows would make a meal out of that and go, huh? Everybody, now's right. the time. Applaud. Yeah. Or, it, yeah. It's like... He called you freckles. Why did he call you freckles? I right. don't understand. You don't have freckles. Hey, remember <laughs> that time we met a guy who had freckles? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And in this case, you kind of feel like you're, you're... This week's episode of Friends is called The One Where Chandler's Called Freckles. You know what? <laughs> I was just going to say it sounded like a Friends episode, but I held yeah. back because I didn't want to take a shot, but I'm glad you did that. <laughs> oh. This is why we're friends. <laughs> wow. Friends is really catching a lot of the heat. Well, I love Friends. <laughs> me too. For the first, uh, you know, for me, once, Phoe once Phoebe starts having her brother's babies and then just goes, all right, bye, babies, and you never see them again, I'm like, okay. I, yeah, I feel like I've lost your sincerity now, you know, and I remember feeling it then. You guys, I, when yeah. they all started looking like supermodels, yeah, like even did. Ross, the paleontologist, <laughs> with this clear skin, yeah, like it was, it, it was too much. Like you'd see photos of them in magazines, and they, it was, it looked like a cologne ad. Yeah, and Chandler was always the one that I watched it for because sure. I, I love oh, sarcasm yeah. and yeah, yeah, you know, uh, we always quote. Oh, Three's Company. I think this is the one where there's some sort of misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what else? What else? What else? Well, do you guys have questions for me? I'm talking a lot and asking you guys stuff. What do you guys want to know? How did you find us? Uh, like I said, I was just... You caught me at the right moment. I would have caught you eventually. But sure. started the, the new job. How long have you guys been doing it? Three years? Two years? Uh, a little less than two. two. It'll be two and February. I don't believe it. Wow. <laughs> so it was one of those, I need a new podcast to dive into. Let's see what's new. Flipping around. What's something I care about? Well, I do the MacGyver one, so I don't need to do that one. Right. Sure. Uh, okay, we got this. Well, I love Mad About You. Let's see if there's... And again, thinking there's going to be... That's crazy. A podcast where they dedicate one episode to sure and yeah. you go eh, they're not really going to capture the essence but right. and if they do they're probably going to be snarky about it like for okay here's something i wanted to tell you, you guys had guests on in the yeah. Past. yes yeah and at one point i'm like i how do i how do i say this and I, I i i love you guys and i don't want you to think i'm being mean that's okay but why have guests on who either <laughs> have never seen the show or don't like the show and i'm yeah. i'm sitting in my cubicle or car wherever the moment is i'm going no no you don't get it no 
I, I, I don't know you people, and I don't think I want to. How do you not like... They failed the Mac Jackson belligerence test. <laughs> and and, and with, within that note, I'm at a, a New Year's Eve party last year, and we're talking about how mad about you was supposed to come back. So, oh, Cin- right. so Cindy and I are like, <laughs> yeah, mad about... Because people start talking about shows they like. Well, you opened up a window. I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Right, sure. And you said something that it was something couple-y. So I'm like, all right, you want the definitive couple show mad about you have you guys obviously you've seen mad about you and the girl who's hosting the party goes Ugh. i watch i'll watch roseanne like that's what they're talking about roseanne i'm like oh i see yeah and she goes i don't want to watch i don't watch mad about you, <laughs> you ever watch mad now she turns it to other people have you watched mad about you i said sweetie get your coat <laughs> it's 11 30 get your coat we're out of here i can't figure <laughs> out I'm like, how, how do i sit in a room and go oh Oh, you have a right to your opinion. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think she's wrong for sure. But right? a lot of people agree with her. But and I don't get that. I mean, because... It's a style that uh, is out of style right now. Generally I speaking, I'd say 85% of the time, I agree with you and don't get that perspective. Right. There have been about 15% of episodes where we watch them and, I, and we're like, oh, and I've really said, oh, this is what people mean when they say they can't right, stand this show. Right, right, they right. They don't like this show and this, these characters. I can't think of the specifics right now, uh, but there have been times where it's just like, oh, how about oh, the hair this, one? The hair one, yeah, sure. So I oh. married a hair a hair murderer. Yeah, hair murderer. Oh, but you know it, what? See, you guys, good. you guys hate that one. I don't. Uh, for me, I don't hate any of them, but I will. I will attest there are moments where I wince. <laughs> I go mm, no, right? right. The, the, the you're the schmoopy, you're the boopy. I'm like that's not them. Don't do that. Don't do right. kissy exactly. faces with each other. Exactly. I don't. I think that was was that ep- was it that episode or no? I think it was because that's painful. It probably, yeah. it probably is because we. I can't think of us freaking out so hard about two <laughs> about about that in a different episode and not remembering. It. Right. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> but go ahead. You were gonna say. Oh no! Just so that like. I, so I understand where that perspective of not liking it would come from. Uh, uh, and plus, you know, it's it's a very, I won't say it's a very specific show, but like it's very couple-centric. Mm-hmm. It definitely, and, yeah. Um, and if you, you know, I can't, uh, I'm putting this together right now. If you didn't come from, my, my parents we're happily married, are happily married, were forever. I want, and so I, I grew up in that environment. If my, if I came from a single parent household, right, um, and didn't have a, a relationship like my parents to see, mm-hmm. I wonder, if, you know, if I couldn't relate to Sylvia Buckman seeing, right, seeing right. that in my grandmother, I wonder if. I would watch Mad About You and gravitate towards it, or if I would just be like, "Oh, here's the annoying white people who, uh, who complain are, about uh, everything." Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who, 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 yeah, who can't do a crossword puzzle or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Well, um, I was yeah. in my twenties, I think, when it went because I'm going to be 44 tomorrow. So, oh, happy birthday! Thank happy you, birthday. thank you. It's a nice little early present for me. There you go. Um, 
I, I, so I, what, I have to be in my 20s, I guess. And I was in a relationship for about seven years, which was six and a half years too long. Sure. But <laughs> because of the realistic banter, even when it's not an important fight. Yeah. Uh, I kind of related to it and just like, let's have happy moments. Like I was always without the, the, oh, what? The, there's a side of Paul that I don't connect with, which is the what? Uh, you guys have said it. Oh, um, being being like too all over the place about some stuff. I can't think of the, the appropriate word. Not okay. Nar- not narcissistic. Like starts with an N. Oh, neurotic. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. John for the win. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, neurotic. I, you know, I'm I'm not the neurotic one, and Cindy is not. And I've I've said this before. If you watch, when you go back and watch the season again or the seasons series, uh, Jamie, a lot of times when they have a fight, is typically wrong, because Paul is the lovable, good-natured doofus, and if he messes up, he meant well. Whereas sure. Jamie is more sneaky and more yeah, conniving and, and she slept with the guy while they were engaged. And, yeah. sure. you know, she kisses the guy later on. And, right. And, and, and Paul feels bad because he almost went for a walk around the block with the girl. Right. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? So take that side of Jamie out and you kind of you have Cindy, especially the way we are with each other, mm-hmm. um, having fun against the world and all that. Mm-hmm. But I started watching it in a previous relationship. And I'd be like, ah, ah, and nothing. She didn't care, didn't get it. I'm like, okay, sure. this relationship needs to end now. This is not right. <laughs> I understand it's been seven years, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm on board with this show. If you're not, nah, we're, we're done. Yeah, right. But, you know, then I, then I meet Cindy now. Like I said, it's a family affair where as we're having dinner, if it's not on – what Showtime? I think it's on between six and seven, or seven and eight. Stars. I Stars. Think. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. So if it's not already playing, right, you could watch it on demand. Sure. So we're on season three. We're a couple episodes ahead of you guys, just so I it's fresh in my mind anyway. Right. And maybe really, it's so that if I have a thought, I can send it to you guys before you record, so it's on your yeah. mind while you're recording. Right. There you go. But um, yeah, so now it's like. Most of the, most of it is I get it, okay. I I agree with all of what's going on. Very few moments do I go. Hmm. I don't like that. Right. Like after sure. the, for me after they have the baby, or even while she's pregnant. After basically after the big fight, because I feel like the rest of the world finally caught on mm-hmm. to what a phenomenal show this was. And I did. They were doing commercials where. What if Paul and Jamie break up? Will they have the Paul show and the Jamie show? Right. Tune in next season right. and we'll find yeah. out type of thing. And they started to bring in a lot of guest stars. And that was what Will and Grace fell into. Was mm. It was more about the special appearances. Like when they swap out her parents for uh, oh, Carol, Carol Burnett and, and Carol, yeah, Carol, Carol Connor. Yeah. Who are great and wonderful. And Carol Connor is very much like, in this role, very much like my father-in-law. Yeah. Ah. Well, where her previous father was very much like my father. 
Oh, you have something broke? Okay. Come on, we're gonna go fix it. Come on, we did. Yeah. Sure. You don't know how to fix anything. You know, I got, right. I got, a, I got a super and I got a butter knife. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I felt there was a shift that happened then because then they're like, okay, so we're gonna drop a, have a lot of guest stars drop in. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's, that, but they're all great ones. Oh, great ones. Yeah, and and all used brilliantly. Because they're sure. not um popular. For, I mean, they are, but they're sort of old old exciting classics yeah yeah but when bryce had the big people that were currently big (laughs) or it's mad about you it's like who do we love we all we love mel brooks mel brooks yeah carl reiner carl reiner's great that was one of the ones that swayed me too then i saw the the jerry lewis one and thank god for everybody else because lady i'm like oh they have to suffer through that he has to scream lady in their face. Oh, it's a great episode. Oh, but right. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But they you're all... dealing with yeah. the over, you mm-hmm. know, abundance yeah. of, hey, lady, I'm Zany. Yeah. And they play it off well to go, can we calm him down? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's how you make that work. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, John, have you met Paul Reiser? No. He is a delight. I know Russ did because sure. yes, Russ met him. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I told you guys that story of meeting him. We just met him like last month. Oh yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, at the uh, comedy show. Yeah, and he was so sweet. I mean, first of all, to if you like Paul Reiser, and I'm saying this to the world, not you guys, because if you like Paul Reiser, you're gonna love whatever he does because he's Paul Reiser. He's up on stage, and you feel like okay, so I'm watching another episode of Mad About You. Because he's sharing sure. stories of his life and the bickering that happens, and you know, mm-hmm. and it's that charm that he has in the minutia. Yes, right. Right. He doesn't yeah. have to punchline, punchline, punchline. It's watch how I say this, or here's something true to life. Right. Yeah. You know. So then we're standing in line because we. I thought I would go back and forth with him on Twitter, and I thought you know. Mm. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want to be presumptuous, but if there's any way to meet him, uh, you you met him in the back alley, didn't you? There, Russ. I did. I met him. <laughs> uh, look, no. Hey, Mister Rice. Everybody, want to buy some weed? The back alley. I met him at the stage door of a theater. That's as upfront as it gets. Okay? Well, I, if he's I, not going to say, if he, unless he's saying, "Hey, I'll be out uh, signing things," then you wait by the stage door. And if you're the only person waiting by the stage door and the stage door happens to be next to a dumpster, well, that's not my fault. That's not your <laughs> fault. And if you're hiding in the dumpster because it's comfortable <laughs> and you like surprises, you know. But I, men- I mentioned that, Russ, because when I, you know, I'm going back and forth with him on Twitter and he's great to respond to. Uh, I had him talking about um, Robin and the Seven Hoods. Oh, sure. Sure. So... We're going back and forth on that. And I said, you know, by the way, you know, I'm going to be at your show. And he had, I'd mentioned it before, but just as a reminder, he's like, hey, I'll see you there. Is there any chance to meet you? Yeah. Before, if not before, then after, maybe during the show. I don't know. Sure. So, you know, then we're, I'm thinking, okay, Russ had the backup plan. Russ met, was, he goes out the back door of the, I, I'm going to meet him somehow. Not to be goofy or stalkery, but all right, he said we're going to meet him. And then we're sitting there watching the show, and I turned to her and I said, you know, if this doesn't happen, we have to be okay with that too. 
Just, yeah. This whole thing was to watch him, not for the meet. Right. Sure. But then everybody gets up and leaves, and there's a big gentleman standing on the stage with his arms folded, security. Sure. She goes, I don't know, is he coming back out on stage to do this, or is he out? I, I said, what? For a second, I thought you were going to say, I don't know, is that him? Yeah. <laughs> you know. His complexion got darker. <laughs> yeah. so, so I said to, said to her, watch this, I'll handle this. Hey, why? Hi there, buddy. Hey, come here. And he's like, Ugh. guy walks towards me with his arms still folded, trying to be intimidating. I said, we're supposed to meet Mr. Riser. Is he doing that here, or in the front, or... And he goes, in the front. God bless you. Thank you very much. We boogie out the front, and there's a line. There's a table with his books. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so you don't have to hide in a dumpster anymore, Russ. He actually <laughs> plans it. Look at that, Russ. So you sweet-talked your way with the security guard so that he could give you the inside information. The whole scoop. doing a public signing. That's right. That's right. With a stack of books. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I almost had to break his arm. That was really the thing. I'm like, don't make me come up on that stage, big, big strong guy. So, yeah, then we go out, and he comes out and goes, oh, look at all these nice people. And, you know, people laugh. Well, sure. we're on the side. Everybody's lining up, but we're on the side. So I'm like, I'm in no hurry. He's here. We're going to meet him. And sure enough, they decide, no, the line is going to be where that guy is. So now there's only two people ahead of me. Yay. Uh, yeah. That worked out. Nice. Everybody else, everybody who's standing in front is like, oh, yeah. son of a bitch. And some people go, I'm not, I'm not going to wait. Let's yeah, go. right. Let's right, go. Right. Really? He's right there. How long do you think it's going to take to meet him? Sure. But whatever. You're out of my way. There you go. So then the cool <laughs> thing was I'm in line. He sees me in line and goes, oh, hey, I know that guy. Oh, that's fun. Go. Yeah. Feels good, right? So like, you son of a bitch. Son, it was the same thing when we met Mike Nesmith. Mike Nesmith knew me before, and I didn't know he knew me when I first met him. He's like, you're Mac Jackson? Come here. And hugs me. I'm like, oh, oh, all righty, sir. Yeah. Wow. But uh, so, yeah, then we go up and, and <laughs> we're talking to him and talking about how I loved his relationship with uh, Peter Falk. Yeah. he goes, yep. oh, yeah, I really miss him. Yeah. He, he's a great guy. Thank you. And I'm mentioned something else that was a deep cut. He's like, wow, you really, you really do. <laughs> <laughs> you really do know us. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I tend to remember things. And he goes, it's all right. So Mac, it's just M-A-C, as I recall. Now he's telling me how to spell my own name. I'm like, That's yep. Right. And to, to Cindy's chagrin, he goes, and your name is. Uh. <laughs> and she's like, Cindy. <laughs> she's like, you did it again. You did it again. That's People funny. remembered you before you even met them. I'm blessed. <laughs> but I'm telling you, sweet guy, you know, took the pictures with us. Sure. Got a bunch of, you know, and he is, he's one of those guys that you can believe what you see. Mm -hmm. You know, because you think, all right, you watch a show. Maybe he's acting. Maybe he's a jerk in real life. Right. Sweet, wonderful, down-to-earth guy. You know, who's, who's very willing to laugh at himself. Sure. Right. So That's nice. I, I look forward to you getting to see him. And sometime, uh, if it's ever, if I ever do get to see him again, I'll try and give you guys a heads up so maybe you guys can do it too. Because, like, if you're in the New York area, oh sure, you know, I would, I would make that trip to see him again. It was what a two-hour drive. Yeah, I mean, I love that show. Right? For sure. The, he, did he do the bit about the spell check? 
Uh, remind he me. He basically laughs so hard. Where he just he goes through like all the different things. Oh yeah. yeah, he started uh, off with that too. Oh. Uh, and and he, he made and he's it, like sometimes he type A Z and it's like no no no, I'm gonna let this see. I'm gonna see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. then you do you, and it's like, uh-uh, no, that's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, did he do the, the skit about the, the dead goat on the beach? I think I, so. Yeah, I think he closed I, with it. I remember that. I saw. Okay, because he, he, he does a thing where he's talking about how, you know, you could do the, um, oh, the, the genealogy. And he's like, sure. I don't know. I think these people make stuff up. They're like, guess what? You're from Sweden. And right. so everybody is a set basically from Sweden. And that was one right. joke. And then he closes the show talking about, he goes, I'll tell you this other story. I wasn't going to, but my wife and I are walking on the beach and we get into this fight because we're walking along and we're enjoying the moment. And there's a dead goat <laughs> on the beach. And, I, and we both look at it for a minute and go, huh, where did that come from? And he goes, I don't know. And he starts walking again. Well, he starts bickering with her because she's like, no, 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 no. Where do you think this came from? And wouldn't let him walk away. Right. That's so, <clears throat> so then I sent him a tweet afterwards. I said, hey, I meant to tell you, I found out where the goat came from. Sweden. Mm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it came from Sweden. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. You're free to use that. I think it's a good button on the... Uh... <laughs> um, I would love to keep talking with you guys, but it's been an hour and I don't want to be greedy. Oh yeah, no. So, Appreciate it and apologize. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's get running. Yeah. Hey, I one of the things I also have in common with you guys, I have so many irons in the fire. Sure. I know. Yeah. What do you got? Three, four podcasts? Yeah. I, well, it's two podcasts and an audio series. So that's oh, work, man. So I have to, I have to write it. Yeah, that's extra hard. Act it. Yeah. So, uh, edit the son of a bee. Put in music. Put in sound effects. That's one chapter. Thanks oh. Forever, yeah. But lot. it's mine. It's all me. So, yeah. you know, I don't have to answer to anybody. Nobody has to say, mm, right. I, don't, I don't like that take. Sure. You know? Yeah. But um, I would love, obviously, to have you guys on another time. Sure. Just yeah. shoot the bull like we are. I know this was very sure. mad about you centric. But I feel, obviously, we've only scratched the surface. Russ and I haven't even talked about Paul Simon. That's a very good point. Right? Uh, yeah. How much time you got? We have, we have to... How much time it, your own record is being the one with the time right now. <laughs> <laughs> time I don't have time right now. I... But next time we, we could debate the last three albums and and if they're as good as his previous ones. Ooh. I know. I know. There's a yeah, lot you, to talk you, about there. <laughs> John will sit there and go like... Mm, I saw a play the other day. Can we talk about that, please? <laughs> He'll just listen and be like, I don't think he's any good. <laughs> I, yeah. listen, I like Paul Simon. Good. Hey, I'm just glad you know who he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and Julio down by the schoolyard, right? That's him. There you go. And then we have to, uh, you'll, have to you'll have to rip me a new one for Rent. Oh, brother. I finally saw Rent. Remember that disaster? And you didn't like it? Right. I was 20 years too late. So oh, remember I, I, I sent you a text and I'm watching it because Cindy had wanted to oh, see it for years. Right, that's right. And yeah. you guys are great appreciators of theater. I, and I, I'll listen to you and go, boy, you know what? I should probably expand my horizons more because listening to you guys, I'm like, I want to be knowledgeable or at least appreciative of that type of stuff the way you guys sure. are. 
And I've worked in theater, but I've never been a theater goer. So we go we go to see Rent, and we're sitting there, and there's theater people, and I and you can spot them because they make a habit of being there. And we're watching it, and I'm like, oh, I bet you this was great in the '90s. That's literally what it is. Yeah, I could. It is. Yeah, it is a show about the '90s. Yeah. But Cindy loves the music, and I I like the music too, as catchy as can be. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Despite the death and and heartache. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, everybody, uh, we're going to let you go. We'll catch you next time. Please, obviously, give us a um, good rating. Uh, again, with you guys, with your wonderful 70 by 70. You know. <laughs> I, I think, boy, I wish I was just clever enough to come up with something, a gimmick like that. Oh, you what, Mac, it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We've gotten a few. We've gotten a few. Yeah, a few. you do. You do. And they quote you and everything. Yeah. But uh, just... Listen to the Mad About Mad About You podcast. Whether you've listened or watched the show or not, you've heard me talk about it before. Uh, it's fun just because of these two guys besides the great show. If you weren't hooked before, you'll be hooked on the show afterwards. Uh, give us a rating, a review. Twitter, Facebook, look us up. Blah, 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 blah. And as always, stay excited, everyone. Thanks for listening. Music was provided by Harmony Constant. Subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, and Stitcher. Hi, this is Amara from the Always Podcast. I want to make sure you know about another awesome show, the MacGyver SG-1 Audio Series. His eyes darted over to Jack's weapon. Sam, start taking all the gunpowder out of these bullets. He stunned Jack by taking the gun from his hands and with one swift motion released the clip discharging the bullets in the chamber before handing the empty gun back to the general. It's written, edited, and performed by Mac Jackson of the MacGyver podcast. He's bringing together the worlds of MacGyver and Stargate to bring us all new and ongoing adventures. For some reason, something caused both Jack and MacGyver to glance up at the second floor office window that hung over the large storage hangar. It was a shadow. Of a moving figure. A figure who now was staring down at them. Before they could say anything or move, the man ran over to the railing and opened fire on them. In that moment, they each knew they were about to be riddled with bullets. Get into the epic story and hear how brothers Mac and Jack work together. Suddenly, he spun on his heels to his brother. Jack, give me your phone. The general quickly took it from his pocket and handed it over. Yeah, it isn't working, you know. No, not as a phone. With that, MacGyver knelt down and smashed Jack's cell phone off the ground and cracked it open. As he pried it apart and reached for his knife, Jack stood stunned. That's my phone. And how they disagree. As he turned the engine off, he rechecked the inside of his pocket and pulled out his automatic handgun to check the chamber. As he verified the bullets loaded, he could see the disappointing glare of his brother in the seat next to him. What? This again? I don't like guns, Jack. Yeah, me neither. I like getting shot a lot less. 
subscribe and review today on Apple iTunes and like the Facebook page to keep up on all the latest episodes. I've been catching up on past episodes and you don't want to miss it.